This is loudspeaker. This show features scenes that may not be appropriate for all audiences. A full list of content warnings is available in the show notes. Remember that nothing is what it seems when you're tuned into the weird. You gotta be like, what's up, fuckers? You paid for a good-ass Halloween story. You're gonna get one. Strap in. <laughs> Welcome to the Weird's One-Shot. The Halloween special. <laughs> one shot. One opportunity to seize everything you've ever wanted. One moment. Two shots. Oh, <laughs> and with oh, musical oh, oh, guest, oh, oh. The Weeknd. That's what you sounded like just then. <laughs> Dracula! (laughs) (laughs) With special guest star, Frankenstein! Yeah, so this is going to be our Halloween episode. Uh, This is going to be a one-shot, so it's going to be a little bit quicker than our normal episodes. This is uh, canon. This is this does happen in the story. Uh, We'll decide where that goes eventually, I guess. But um, don't I, I guess like you two shouldn't die in the Halloween episode. <laughs> no, nope, that's in the my Halloween goal episode, now. You die in real you life. You die in real life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so explaining like what we're going to be doing here. This is first going to air on Patreon during Halloween. Um, just be aware this will go uh, to the general uh, general public. The uh, general. It's gonna go to uh, the, the plebeians. It's gonna go on the fucking feed during our our break. It's fine. Right. So, and that that is going to be happening um, after episode four. So just be aware there is going to be a little bit longer of a break after episode four, where we just planned for the rest of uh, the first season, which is really really exciting. But um, uh, everybody else gets it then. Uh, but y'all, thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. Hopefully yeah. that this is. Uh, this is uh, something that you'll enjoy, uh, featuring a classic horror monster, which we are very excited for. Um, but no, let's let's uh, let's jump into it. Let's set the scene here. We are at the Department of Transportation. It is Halloween, October thirty-first. Ash and Hal are in the office. Tonight is a special night. Um, in the Department of Transportation across the board, each department has a costume contest against the other teams, or the other departments. Oh, no. Yeah, what, what is Ash and what is Hal wearing for the costume contest? May I begin? I feel like the first thing that the audience sees is Hal Bishop strolling down a hallway, nervously pulling at his sleeves as the camera pans up to reveal Hal Bishop in a full lobster costume, looking down at a note from Delaney that says, don't worry, it's gonna make sense. So Hal is confident that when he opens that office door, whatever Delaney's doing is going to perfectly sync up with this massive lobster costume and everything will be fine. 
right. Hal thinks that, like, Ash is wearing the Le Poisson guy outfit from, like, fucking Les Mis or something like that. That it would make a little bit of sense. Because we yeah. all know how much Ash Delaney loves fucking Les Mis. <laughs> it's not Les Mis. Le Poisson? Le Poisson is the guy from Little Mermaid. You said Le Miz. You did say Le Miz at one point. Oh, shit. I apologize. From Little Mermaid. The, the movie the movie musical. Ash, Ash has never seen a Disney movie. This is canon. Okay, never mind. <laughs> All right. So um, Hal Bishop walks... Uh, and this is a big outfit, right? Like it's not just like just like a like a suit with arms. It's it's full suit. It's pretty wide. Um, the the extra the extra limbs that are coming out of it is are like like flapping <laughs> at people through the hallway as they walk past. But the suit itself is like significantly large that people have to kind of like scoot around you a little bit yeah. to to get around. And you're walking straight down the center. You are just going down the hall to the office. Um, ready um and you know like uh fucking batman scoots past you a um a ghost uh scoots past oh, you oh you mean people in costumes you had me real fucked up for a minute there yeah the actual batman <laughs> yeah uh also the, i will say it is a pretty accurate lobster costume with the only exception being a perfect oval where you can see hal's face looking very uncomfortable mm-hmm. no no makeup Love on the face it. no no not at all um, is it a red lobster? It is legitimately like you remember uh, the Amanda show bringing the dance and lobsters. That is what Hal Bishop is dressed in. Cool. Oh, it's so good. All right. And as you um, shuffle your way through the hallway, crab hands or human hands? Or sorry, lobster hands. Uh, lo- lobster hands. I There wasn't a way for me not to have lobster hands, unfortunately. <laughs> It's just one suit. Okay, cool. So as you kind of go through this, um, the door is closed. <laughs> There's not going to be a story to this, is there? It's just going to be Hal Bishop nervously walking around, pawing its shit with lobster claws. Um, and this, my friends, is the first roll of the game. I'm already on it. I knew you were going to fucking do this to me. What am I rolling against here? Uh, so I, I, I'm thinking a strength roll. You're trying to get through this door. So arm? Arm. You're rolling arm. Well, fuck. Would you yep, have so a minus a seven. one, too? That is a seven. <laughs> so it's a mixed success. <laughs> Somehow that's funnier than a <laughs> So tell me, tell me what you do. How do you, give me a little bit of explanation of what you do with the door. How you get into the door, and I'm going to kind of go from there. When, uh, when is this? If this is Halloween? Con- no, I mean like <laughs> in the fucking course of our show. Uh, after I think um, I, I'm gonna say post Maggie. Yeah, post Maggie. Okay. Um. Well. I do think that maybe there is a pretty lady walking around that Hal maybe has had an eye on, and they just look as this shame lobster is, has to crouch down and do, like, the double hand to <laughs> grab the doorknob and just start shuffling the hands over it, trying to get it to open. Uh, and it does. And as you kind of, like... Um, as as you kind of open this, you kind of like force it a little bit too far, and you could just feel that door, doorknob just go a little bit too far, 
and in your uh, crab arm, as you open this door, um, you do uh, pull off the doorknob itself. It wasn't on there very tight. It's not like you were doing, you had super strength. This doorknob just uh, happens to be in, in your hand at this point. And you walk into the office and Ash Delaney is... Ash Delaney is buried under a whole bunch of papers and things at their desk with, like, almost no awareness of what's going on or that the door has even opened. They are not dressed in what you would assume would be a companion piece <laughs> to a, a lobster costume. They look kind of the same as they always do, except they don't have their glasses on and they have a, a big like beige kind of khaki uh, overcoat and their hair is kind of even more of a mess than usual. Is the um is the office itself is it decorated at all with like uh, even more spooky than it normally is? Every day at the DOW is Halloween. Charles. I love if it looks surprisingly <laughs> more normal now. <laughs> yeah, in comparison to like the rest of the building, now it just looks <laughs> like we're on theme. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, Del Delaney, um... Huh? Oh, B Bishop, what did you... Yeah. Uh, so you, you, you gave me this lobster costume, and you said it would make sense. So I'm just waiting on it to make sense, because it looks like you're just showing up for work, and I'm a big fucking lobster. I did. I did do that. Um, in my defense... I sent you that like three days ago, and and since then a, a lot has happened. Um, there were reports of of something that that looked kind of like a, a relative of the Flatwoods monster, but but taller and and apparently more statuesque. And so I've been just going through my research, and I got just very into that. I it's I haven't slept in in a couple days. Um, and, but, but, and, and then, and then of course, you know, Rudy comes in and it's like, oh, it's the, it's the Halloween party because that matters, I guess. And everybody has to dress up. So I did have a costume. I did forget that we, that I, you know, I, I was trying to help you out so that, you know, you wouldn't have to think about it or worry about it. And oh, I was going to be, <laughs> I was going to wear a big pot. We'd be like a lobster at a oh, lobster okay, party. Okay, wait, if I may funny, interrupt. I, I. I did forget that, but but I'm still in a, a costume. We can figure it out. We can make it, it work okay, somehow. Okay, well, first, Rudy just told you about the Halloween thing earlier today. Meaning, did you just send me this lobster costume for shits and gigs three days ago? Not aware of this going on at all. No, I forgot that it was oh, okay. going on. Well, because there were much more interesting things happening then the office Halloween party that that I'm supposed that we're supposed to participate in and be be social with the people who snipe my takeout on a regular basis. All right, well let's just see here. It looks like we've got a long tan trench coat and a suit. Are you the Doctor Who? How, 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 here. <laughs> Are you Castiel Supernatural? <laughs> that, that doesn't, doesn't exist. Yet. No. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Here, how, how, let me give you, let me give you a hint. <laughs> That doesn't exist yet. Let me it give you a does. hint. Well, John not Constantine okay, fine. It does. existed yeah. in comic book form by then, right? I probably. Um, let me give you. Let me give you a hint. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Al, are you ready? Just one more thing. 
Ah? Okay, one ah? more thing. I guess this is going, the one more thing is going to be your hint. Yes, go on. No, but I'll uh, thank you for your time, but but just one more thing. Yeah, I'm, wait I'm waiting for it. What is the, What is your hint? As you guys uh, have this conversation between the two of you and kind of like, who's on first, this bullshit. <laughs> uh, Rudy, um, without his the usual pep in his step, makes his way into the office with a large penguin outfit. <laughs> I love it. Oh, thank God. I would have assumed he just would have given up and dressed as George Costanza, but this is better. Yeah. Oh, no, look um, at this dumb fucking idiot. Rudy, thank you. Thank you for saving me, my boy. And you could just see on his face, uh, Rudy is... is tired. He doesn't... He's not smiling. He just looks... He's never smiling when he comes in here. Don't lie. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, hey, um, we're we're about ready um to do the the, the Halloween contest in the other room. Um, I'm probably not going to make it. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling too good. Rude boy, what's going on? You're looking. You're looking real, real sickly. Are you good? Uh, it's just been kind of a long week, you know. It well, you know, there's a big disease going around. I mean, it, it the doctors are calling it up, dog. It's very dangerous. It is a very dangerous disease. So you may want to go get that checked out, Rudy. Up, dog. Yes, it's a very serious disease. I should go check that out. Yeah, yeah, you should definitely go look up what's up, dog. Fuck. Uh, Rudy. Uh... You you are you definitely are uh, looking a bit peaked. Are you, are you feeling all right? Normally you love the costume contest. How you should have seen last year, Rudy got first prize. I was I was dressed up like a uh, Pikachu. Um, it was it was really it was a homemade Pikachu outfit. My and my... his 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 son his little his little baby son was there as a little. Uh, what's what's the thing? The round you you play the, this the game. The pokeball, yeah. He yes, was a pokeball. that the thing that catches the creatures. It was it was adorable. So, so what's 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 going? What's got you down this year? Uh, do either of you know anything about dreams by any chance? I mean, you'd have to be perhaps a bit more specific i've got plenty of books on like like dreams where you have portents of the of the future uh shared dreams between individuals apocalyptic dreams of visions of doom i i mean it's just general nightmares um however all right you both deal with the weird you both deal with some weird stuff i had a dream last night where I was drowning. And when I wake up this morning, a significant amount of water was on my bed, on the floor, everywhere. Rudy, don't open yourself up to this. You pissed yourself, didn't you? It wasn't piss. It wasn't pee. I, I don't know how I can prove that to you, but... I, I, it was not pee. 
I mean, was this kind of like a, you know, something in your uh, surroundings that was making you dream? Like, were you dreaming you were drowning because, like, your roof was leaking? Or... No, no. I live on the second floor of my apartment complex. Those have roofs too, Rudy. Yeah, but there's no leaks, you know? There's, there's not, a, like, any kind of water stuff above me, so we're... we're Did your like, boy piss on you, perhaps? He's got his own room. I know, My but child like, did not pee I, on me. Okay, there was okay. Here's here. Okay, I do need to explain the reason why I know it wasn't pee was there were gallons of water. <laughs> gallons, <laughs> Rudy. I've heard you in the men's restroom from time to time. That doesn't narrow anything down for me. All right, how's how's peeping bathroom habits aside? You seem very concerned. I mean, it's it's certainly odd. I'm not sure if there's a a precedent. Maybe you're you're manifesting your dreams into reality. Um, I I think I think there may be precedents for that. I'd have to check some of my my books. Is is this the only incident? No, it's it's been happening more and more regularly. Like last last week, I was dreaming that somebody was chasing me. And they grabbed me with their claws like hands. And when I woke up in the morning, there were like big scratch marks on my arm. But like, now that I think about it, like I thought it was like myself, right? Scratching myself. But it was kind of like it would have had to been the other hand. And that doesn't really make sense. And this is kind of why I'm worried about this. It's probably nothing, right? No, it's definitely something. Can I cut in and we can cut this out? Does Nightmare on Elm Street, the film series, exist in the universe of the weird? That's a very good question. Yes. Okay. Wait, so Freddy Krueger in the canon of this episode is like a fucking No, tulpa? no, it does not. It does not. It does not. Okay. Because <laughs> I was going to say. Too, that's too much to explain. If it confuses Delaney. He's a tulpa. <laughs> it would be great if then Hal could just be like, there's a nightmare on our street this week. Damn it. That is funny, though. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think you should pull each other aside, have a conversation, and figure out what the, the game plan is. You're going to make me save Rudy, aren't you? Look. Rudy is our co-worker. He is clearly in distress. I, I was just gonna, I'm gonna look through some books. I'm gonna see if there's something that I can recommend him. Uh, I mean, the, the truth is he should probably just take some kind of like pills or bar barbiturates or what have you. I don't know what makes people sleep. I tend to usually try to do the opposite of that. But I mean, what would you rather do, Hal? Would you rather stay up here and help your friend? Or would you rather go to the Halloween party by yourself in a lobster costume? Do I have to keep the lobster costume on up here? I suppose you could take the hands off. Fair enough. And then I take off the hands and then turn back to Rudy. While you both are doing a little bit of research, are is it okay if I just, like, I'm really tired. I, I'm just going to go lay down in the other room. Is that okay? Put down a plastic sheet first. That's not he, and he he waddles out in his pen, penguin outfit, uh, and goes into his office, which is just a few doors. Uh, I think three three doors down. Three doors down. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Fuck you both. I guess can I roll to uh what am I what am I 
You could do like an investigate like or a, research. Yeah, like, well, I guess well, I'm not sure if research works in this situation. Yeah, I don't think research necessarily. So I guess I'm rolling to investigate? Sure. All right. Oh, and for, for those listening, you special Patreon listeners, you get to hear the debut of my first pair of physical dice. Ooh. I am no longer using randomdice.org. You're going to hear all the sounds, baby. Fuck, that's not auspicious. That's a uh, that's a four plus one, so that's a five. Burn the dice. You gotta <laughs> I, I burn pull, them. I pull up a book and I go, dreams. <laughs> I don't think it has to be that you're suddenly illiterate. It just may not have what we need in it. Hell, I've forgotten how to read. So um, you don't really get any information um, right off the bat. You, you you kind of like do a little bit of research here and there and it, nothing seems to like necessarily pop up for like any specific cryptid or creature that is known to like have these specific qualities, right? So and you're just, I think, intrigued by that a little bit. And in the other room, you just hear Rudy kind of just, ah, ow, in his, in his sleep. You just hear him kind of like wincing in pain a little bit. Hal, oh. mm. here, take, uh, and, and Ash shoves this like massive book that just smells like mildew and death into your hands. Hold on to this for a moment. I'm going to go check on Rudy real quick. Thank God, because I did not want to be the one to go in there, because those were either very bad sounds or very good sounds, and either way, I didn't want to be the one to interrupt it. I've already left the room. I don't care what you're saying. Now I roll to research. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. as as you roll, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish um, uh, Ash's thing real quick. So you do go into that room, and um, as you see Rudy, he's laying on his side on the, the couch that is in his room and uh, you see him kind of like writhing in pain a little bit just like in a dream state and you see the penguin costume five claw marks slowly just rip down the side of the uh, costume not necessarily hitting him specifically but just kind of trying to get at him through the penguin costume and um, as we as you see that Hal is going to roll for investigate. Oh, I had a seven. <laughs> I get one at least. Okay. Uh, do you want investigate or assess one of the two? Who or what is related to these nightmares? Good one. Ooh. These nightmares on my street. <laughs> I'm going to change my answer because uh, Hal is the one to find this information out. And it makes so much more sense that Hal finds this out. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you, Hal Bishop, are a big fan of horror movies. Mm -hmm. You have watched them all, a lot of them with Maggie, so there's kind of a little bit of bad, you know, memories there. Yeah. Um, but you do remember a specific monster creature that was in Dreams who would claw uh, at his victims. Yeah. And whose name was Frederick Krueger. Never heard of him. I, I love this rich fantasy you're weaving for us. <laughs> You've never heard of Frederick Krueger? Oh, you mean Frederick Krueger. <laughs> of, of the dream films. Yeah. Of Dreamtime in Badtown, my favorite uh, yeah. film series. <laughs> the Scary Dreams on Third Avenue. <laughs> yes. 
how what am i reading that it, is there just yeah. an advertisement for nightmare on elm street on one of the pages and i'm like well this no, dusty uh, tome you i think you kind of make like you put two and two together there does is there like a poster somewhere that has like horror films that you've put up I think well, there, I might have like a horror magazine, like an old Fangoria lying open, and then I'll see like a yeah. an ad for like a Nightmare on Elm Street film. Uh, at which point I grab the mag and then I walk hey, in. Hey, you know what? You know what could have come out? New Nightmare. New Nightmare. Uh, at which point I then walk into Rudy's office, just going, "All right, Rudy, I don't know what type of goof you're trying to pull on us here, but look, this is straight out of New Nightmare. It's what you're doing. Oh my God!" And what you see is Ash having grabbed like an umbrella or something out of the umbrella stand and just violently waving it around, like above Rudy, not hitting Rudy, because when they saw the claw marks just appearing, their first thing that they jumped to was, get out of here, you d- invisible work! Show yourself, villain! And they're just batting the air because they think there's some kind of invisible creature in the room trying to kill Rudy. All right, this is a lot to unpack upon walking in. Please put the umbrella down. Um, how? How? Close the door behind you. It might get out. No, Something's it won't. in it, here and it's trying to attack Rudy. It's in his he- It's in his head. Oh, also, is is all of this bullshit? Has it awoken, Rudy? No, he's still in his dream. Kind of, it's, it's it's nightmare and else you real. So he's he's still. He's in also the been like staying awake to avoid this. So I would assume he's conked out. All right, this gonna sound real crazy, but I'm fairly sure that Fred Krueger is in his head. Is. That the one who works on the mail room on the third floor? No, he's the man with the pizza face what has uh, scissors for fingers, but not the one you're thinking, a completely separate individual with scissors for fingers. And he is currently... Fuck, it's very confusing. This isn't Hal speaking, this is Scotty speaking. What's going on in Rudy's head, essentially, is that Fred Krueger is attacking him and if you die in the dream, you die for real. So whatever he's doing to him in his head is happening here in the real world, which does mean that Rudy's wearing that penguin costume in his head. I think that's it. I think that's all I need to cover here. Hal, are you expecting me to believe that there is a film character wreaking very real havoc in the mind of our co-worker? Well, yes. Okay. This is a lot more interesting than having to watch them judge the costume contest. Yes. Do you do you have any way to get into his head? Like a machine or something? Or should we just kind of try to fall asleep right here? Well, there was this time I took this very peculiar device off of this uh this person who who was trying to figure out a way to implant ideas in people's minds and control them that way through their subconscious. It's it's a it's an odd little briefcase. I I have I keep it. You know you may have noticed it. I keep it over by the uh, the cannon where I have real Richard Nixon's goat skull inside. Yes, inside the cannon. Um, is that the one with the little spinning top on it that I never know if it stopped spinning or not? <laughs> yes, it's a very fun toy. So yeah, you could say that the suitcase is cannon adjacent. <laughs> it's not in the cannon, but it's adjacent <laughs> to the cannon. 
Yes, so that when you go and fetch it from the office, you know exactly where to go to grab it. Yes, and then I run and I uh, I fetch this briefcase that's right next. It's adjacent, but not in the cannon. <laughs> I think that this is the best chance that we have for trying to go into Rudy's mind and help him. So um, I'm going to need you to put these put these headphones. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that lobster. They, they awkwardly try to get around. I can just <laughs> take the, the costume the off. I don't know why you have to have me wearing this lobster suit. It would take too long. We don't have time. Jesus Christ, just, just, fine. Just <laughs> and uh, Ash puts headphones on, and then they kind of slide headphones on around Rudy, and they give him a little pat on the head. We're coming for you, bud. All right. I'm going to uh, turn on the device, and it should conk us right out, theoretically, and we wake up inside Rudy's mind. Oh, but, uh, Bishop, one more thing. Yes? Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, What's the next thing? No, it's... It's it's fine. Uh, they press the button. As, wow. as you press... <laughs> So as you press the button, uh, the two of you are immediately you immediately pass out on the floor of Rudy's office. Um, so and um, as, so Imagine as this happens, walking by as this happens, the 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 cute the cute girl that Hal was uh, into that watched him like flail with the door with the lobster hands walks past and sees. Uh, the three of you passed out, two on the floor and one on the couch uh, inside of Rudy's office, just kind of looks and just sighs and then walks away. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as soon as you two are knocked out, you kind of just like take a deep breath uh, and you're in the same room and Rudy's office, everything's the same. Rudy is not there. But you are in the same room. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if it did, did it work. No, Where's this Rudy? is the thing. This is the thing in the in the film. I hate that I'm having to use movies because that doesn't seem like the most logical progression. But hey, new nightmare did it, so fuck it. Uh, I think that this is one of the things. It's trying to convince us this is reality, even though it's not. We are still in a dream state. Hmm. I'm trying to think of something I could do really quick to prove that. They pull a pen out of their pocket and they walk up and they jab you with it very hard. Jesus Christ! Fuck! Huh. So we can still feel pain in the dreamscape. What part of if you die in the dream, you die for real, you didn't, you understand, you fucking maniac! I've never seen these movies. Hell, Bishop, I do need you to take one harm. Okay, fine. <laughs> sorry. I hit him with a pen? You stabbed you, him with a fucking pen. You did say stabbed. Like, there wasn't heft behind it, Jesus. In this horror nightmare, <laughs> there is a little bit more pain behind it than you realized. Fine. Although that, so that in and of itself is strange. It shouldn't have hurt you nearly that much. And they look at the pen, and the tip of it, it is now. It's just like a big sharp knife, and it does. It do got Hal's blood on it. And Ash, like, is so surprised they actually do drop it. Like, it wasn't a knife when I took it out of my pocket, I promise. Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? And then I kind of go to, if this is silly, we can cut it. And then I go to, like, 
gesture towards the wound and I look down and my hand is an actual lobster claw. <laughs> I'm here for it, 100%. <laughs> Delaney, secondary problem. I think I'm part lobster now. Look, it's all in how you spit it. Maybe it'll be an advantage. Yes, this is a real glass half full of lobster <laughs> DNA situation. Yeah, thanks for that. We have to go into this with a positive mindset. That's the only way that we can, you know, control our situation and our surroundings. This this isn't a real world. We can control what happens here, but if we start to panic and we lose that control, then this this uh, pizza pocket man that you keep mentioning with the knives, he's going to get us, and then we won't be able to save Rudy. So I need you to think positively. Think of all the good you can do with that lobster hand. Mm, okay. It, let's at least just focus on finding Rudy right now and not focus on the fact that I'm becoming a horrible beast master. So where would Rudy go in his dreams? Yeah, well, there's only one way to get started. Then we walk out into the hallway. Um, and as you walk into this the hallway that you're familiar with to the left is where you would normally go to get to the office for uh, the department of the weird but in this space uh Rudy's office is the end of this hallway and if you look down at the end of the hall the other direction towards the elevator you do see a giant penguin suit standing outside of the elevator it presses a button the doors to the elevator open with this blinding light that shines on the penguin. And the penguin steps into the elevator. R Rudy! Come on, after him! Rudy, wait! Rudy, hold the door! We give chase down towards the elevator. Yeah, and as you uh, run down this hallway, uh, the lights behind you kind of just turn off slowly. You run down this hallway to the elevator, and as, as soon as you get to the door... Or, or to the elevator, the doors have closed. Dang it! That operates just like it does in real life. I press the button again to see if it just reopens. It doesn't, immediately. Fuck. I turn around to kind of observe what's behind us, to now see if there's like a stairway or anything else. Interesting that you say that. Uh, down the hallway that the lights had turned off, you do see a humanoid shape down the hallway. And you can hear somebody laughing. Are you Rudy? Check yes or no. We just saw Rudy go into the we elevator. We saw a fucking penguin walk in, and I don't know what he's into. So maybe that's just a random penguin. This could be Rudy right here. Uh, the shape starts slowly walking towards you. And you can hear, as it does, its hand clawing against the wall, against each of the doors that are down that hallway. Oh, that's destruction of government property. And I think that's old Freddy Krueger, so... Stairs? I, I mean, this is our chance to get him. Okay. What do you... You want to use your pen knife and I'll use my lobster claws to fight the pizza man with the million knives for fingers? Wait, you're telling me he has a million fingers? No, well, look, he has the ability to manipulate reality. He can have as many fingers as he wants, as many legs as he wants, as many horrifying, sharpened teeth as he Ash wants. Ash has already started running down the hallway before Jesus you were done talking. Christ, no! <laughs> it's just a dream, Hal. 
And they go to try to uh, tackle Freddy Krueger. How many fucking times do I have to tell them if you die in the dream, you die in real life? Oh, so you go to like attack Freddy Krueger? I'm going to try to physically tackle this man because he's a problem and I don't have time for this shit. I want to help my pal Rudy. <laughs> Roll for arm. Ooh, that's an eight. Minus one is a seven. So it is a mixed success. <laughs> what, so like, tell me how you how you try running into Freddy Krueger. It's kind of like that, like bent over run to try to do like a full on kind of football tackle that kind of just like headbutt him in the sternum kind of thing. Just take him the fuck out. Clothesline him. <laughs> uh, Hal is watching this, right? Yeah, and you are where you just described Naruto running into Freddy Krueger's torso, right? Really didn't want to say the phrase Naruto running, but kinda, except the <laughs> arms are out because I'm trying to Okay. You know, I'm, I'm trying to fucking deck him. So um you run at Freddy Krueger and you like force yourself into this body and as it, it's kind of interesting because you can see his face it's just really really quick as you uh, get closer and closer to running into him but then he disappears and you run into the back of Hal oh fun it's like a circle but a, but not like a normal circle like some kind of freaky circle where did he Mm, all right, fine. He may be a bit more clever than I was initially giving him credit for. Uh, try the elevator again. I don't know. I'm. Is the elevator even there? Because yes. If okay, good. Uh, we turn back and go back to the elevator then. And as soon as you walk to uh, the elevator, you don't even have to press the button this time. The uh, elevator opens up, and that blinding light—it's sh- just brighter than it normally is inside of that elevator. You've been in there many times, and it is playing that same just crappy song. And it, very interestingly, it's the same song that was playing when uh, Hal and Rudy were in the elevator for the first time. Uh, we enter the elevator, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you enter the elevator and the door closes behind you. One last thing that you notice uh, as this door closes, there are three buttons that you see and two of them are missing. So there is only one button that you can press as of right now. And it says 13. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> so it just says number 13. What do the other two buttons say next to them? Oh, there's no buttons attached to it. They are the buttons that themselves are missing. Gotcha. Oh, okay, so the button itself is what's indicating 13. Okay. Yes. Uh, Ash looks at the button and goes, Subtle, and then presses it. And it takes the normal time that it would take to get down this elevator. And um, do you two talk about anything while the elevator is going down? You know, this is a dream. What if we just ripped out one of the buttons, put it in the other ones... And then we just kind of hop around. I mean, I don't see why not, potentially. I mean, this is this is exactly what I've been telling you. You have to seize control of, of your portion of the dreamscape. But on the other hand, we are specifically in Rudy's dreamscape. And who knows what kind of harm tearing and pulling and, and doing whatnot structurally might be. Yeah, it could really mess up the plot. All right. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> 
The doors open to floor number 13. This is not a floor that the two of you have really been in before, but it is filled with a bunch of different cubicles throughout this entire space. And you can't see an end to the cubicles. They just keep going on and on and on. Well, we've already established this is a non-Euclidean conforming space, so, I mean, that tracks. I step forward and kick one of the walls of the cubicles as hard as I can in an attempt to Jenga-like, not Jenga, um, domino effect, knock down a bunch of walls just to get a clear view. So you're going to Jenga the cubicles down, like the walls of the cubicles down, yeah. So that you can kind of see things further down. Yeah, I'm a domino affected, and I did just roll a 12. So it happens. Well, that's still you... a minus. That's with a minus one there, pal. Shut like up. It's still, it's still a full <laughs> success. It's not like it's any better. Good on you. Good on you for getting a good roll there. So you do it. And it, they keep going down further and further and further and further. As they're falling down, um, you can start to hear laughter inside of these hallways as it keeps going further and further down until it lands like one final one and you can see the shape of Frederick Krueger again the shadow of him way down at the end of the hall so so what was his deal anyway like is he just in people's dreams for for fun um did they make him angry is there an angle here I wouldn't explore the backstory of Freddy Krueger and our fun horror comedy exploits we're going out right now. That's correct. He just goes into people's dreams and is real mean to them. There's no inspiration from real life about what Freddy Krueger's intentions are. He represents the death of innocence or some shit. I would say don't tackle him again. I wasn't going to try it again. And as you two are bickering, he starts to, like, twitch a little bit and twitch a little bit more. And another hand spouts out from his body. See, that's the thing I was telling you about the fingers. And another hand sp uh, spouts out. And then he grows two more legs. So now he has eight limbs that are reaching out from his body. His arms fall to the ground and he balloons up a little bit with his claw hands, his eight claw limbs balloons up to look a little bit more of a spider with the same Freddy Krueger face and it starts clawing towards you quicker and quicker and quicker and you have to decide what you're going to do real fast oh I'm not a fan of this you know why I'm not afraid of this spider Delaney because you know what the spider's big brother is in the animal kingdom a fucking lobster, and I pull back my claw, grab at his leg, and just try to rip it off. Okay, we are oh, gonna roll for arm good. one more. This is an arm heavy thing. <laughs> what do we get? An oh god, <laughs> oh god. Um, what's? It's a negative one, isn't it? What? Uh, uh, to our arm is a negative one. Oh right? yeah, I was like, how did you roll that? <laughs> I rolled so badly. I'm in the negative. No, I. uh... I got a six, so I'm barely, if, if Delaney can do something, we can almost hurt this giant spider. <laughs> Hal reaches out and grabs uh, one of the, sp the spider limbs and 
Freddy Krueger spider just kind of freezes, kind of just like smiling and laughing at the two of you. And nothing happens. And uh, Hal's arm just slowly starts to, I wouldn't say like crumble, but just kind of buckle a little bit under the weight of the Freddy Krueger spider in front of him. Delaney? Delaney, remember that thing you've been telling me about, about the power of positivity and taking this thing down and taking control of your dream escape? Probably going to be a real good time to do this right now. I mean, it's, it, that's what you can do right now, Hal. Stay stay positive. It's your lobster arm. You control it. D- snap through that thing. Um, and then I, I just kind of like walk up and kick it real hard. Just more as a show of like support than, than trying to do any actual. So I know I have to roll. Roll. You have to roll arm. I thought I have to just, I thought this was just yeah, a roll just to roll, help just out. Yeah. yeah, this is just a roll to help out. That's five. <laughs> oh, what has no. happened? I don't like these dice. We're going to have to burn those dice in effigy after this. <laughs> it's okay. I have a bunch. I'm going to swap them out for two different ones. It's fine. <laughs> so um, as, as this happens and you kick him, the uh, arm that... Uh, the spider arm that Hal is holding whips him and throws him through three of the barriers and uh, causes him to hit the fourth and land in a cubicle. Uh, and I need uh, Hal to take one one more harm. <laughs> yep. And the Freddy Krueger spider turns towards Ash and with a big grimace starts to like get ready to pounce directly at you. Oh boy. Hal, are you all right? I mean, I just got thrown through four cubicles, so not doing the best. Run for the elevator. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> no complaints from me. And then I kind of skitter on my legs, uh, lobster style, back to the elevator. <laughs> I, I, I would like you, some, someone to roll for, like, investigate. It shouldn't be me. Well, because I was, I was going to say, you're running back to the elevator because that is what Delaney yelled at you to go do. Delaney's kind of in a pickle where they are just giant fucking spiders looming over them. They're not really running anywhere. So I guess they get they get a real good... I got a chance to get a real good look at this fucker. Uh, so I will roll to investigate him. <laughs> yeah, this is like your Sherlock Holmes time slows down moment as you <laughs> analyze the perfect way to kill him. Oh shit! One hit the ground. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a that's a six, and the other one was a one because fuck me, and I have a plus one, so that is an eight. Nice. It's the mixed success. Mixed success. So you get so one. I believe I get I get one. Right. Okay. Investigate. Okay. Wait. Am I rolling investigate or assess? I mean, I have a plus one to either, but yeah. All right. Then I'm assessing. And I'm going to do my favorite assess question. What do I notice despite an effort to conceal it? So as uh, as you kind of like look past the spider and look at Hal on the desk that is in the cubicle that Hal is in, you can kind of see like a little circle lighty thing that isn't really in any of the other cubicles. And when you, like, really kind of focus in on it, it is definitely one of the elevator buttons. All right. And so Hal's already running towards the elevator, right? Not just yet. I'm just saying, like, that was first. Hal is about to run at this point. I'm going to roll for 
evade and try to slide under this very scary spider before it fucking mercs me and grab the button. This is a bad idea, considering how these rules have been, but I'm gonna do it. Okay, all right. That was a seven again. <laughs> so I am having a mixed success. All right, cool. So you do um, you do slide underneath him, and um, as you kind of like run past the spider, um, his back hind leg is able to kind of like come at you a little bit and just barely just like grazes the back of your ankle, ripping up your clothes. Uh, but it does hit your calf, and I need you to take one damage. But you are away from the spider creature. But it does turn back at you and is looking at you both intensely. But you have now grabbed the elevator button. You're both together at this point. So I grabbed the button. I, I got I got sliced real good. So I guess I'm like hobbling. Is the spider coming after me? It's like lunging back. Uh, actually, it is doing kind of like the, the cat butt wiggle a little bit as, as it's getting ready to pounce. It does look like in a, a different circumstance, this might be a little cute. But with a spider with claw fingers and Freddy Krueger's face, uh, it's not as cute as it could have been. So Ash is hobbling down the hallway, the button in one hand and their other hand, like, kind of on their leg. And they're yelling at how, hit the button, hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. I hit the button. <laughs> so so you so you grab the button, you run back to the elevator. Yeah. Then you place it and you hit the button. Well, that we, yeah, then we dive into the elevator. And we stick that button in there. Uh, Freddy Krueger spider uh, starts jumping at you, and you can see his face actually turn into a spider's face, and its mouth just kind of like opens up wide. Its jaw opens up really wide as the elevator door closes. You hear a thunk. You he hear Freddy go, "Ow!" And you move down to floor seven. You know, I was really gonna shit-talk him at the end there, but also, like, he's probably gonna be on this floor, too, and that's gonna be an awkward reintroduction. I really didn't need to see a man's face turn into a, a spider face. I mean, that's just another reason to not be sleeping. Alright, we can't get distracted by Freddy and his tricks. We, we still have to find Rudy. We don't know where he got off at, although... If I'm judging this dream by its symbolism, which again is not particularly subtle, we probably have to find a third button. No, you don't say. Hey, are you doing anything helpful here? Hmm? Who I'm being the a button? whole ass lobster. Did you know that a lobster has the fastest land speed of any crustacean? Are you like uh, uh, absorbing new lobster facts along with the body parts? I have bonded with this lobster symbiote who is teaching me all about his lobster ways. Yeah, that what? <laughs> is it lobster venom? <laughs> is that what you've just created? Hal! Use your powers, Hal! Use your lobster powers, Hal! <laughs> the door opens and three humanoid figures uh, stand in front of you. This room is empty at this point, and these three humanoid figures um, are backlit, it seems like, and there is like a fog, two fog machines uh, seated at either side of them, and it kind of starts filling this room with fog underneath their feet and everything like that, but they just stand there. This is different. Wasn't expecting a KISS concert, but here we are, I guess. 
and uh, I step out of the elevator. As you do, the room itself, right, seems a little bit more like a stage, right? You can you can see some like wings with like some some of like the the, the pulleys to the side. Uh, there is an audience of Freddy Kruegers behind you, just like cheering you on as uh, the lights come up on these three figures. The um, two figures on each side of the middle figure are just bones, just skeletons. <laughs> Charles? Let me finish. Charles? <laughs> Uh, just full-on skeletons who are just just kind of like hot, like just standing there, just barely Would standing you? up straight. Don't you fucking dare interrupt me. And in the middle, in a pumpkin suit and with a pumpkin head, uh, stands stands a man, and the the face the face is carved with just like the normal jack-o'-lantern eyes and face. Okay, so I'm assuming we're really going to go after the pumpkin guy and the skeletons are just, like, you know, part of it. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to take the audience to what Charles told us before this, which is, this is Halloween. We're going to lean in. We're going to get really creepy and do some fucking horror. And now... We're and now we're going, to- <laughs> we're going to fight David S. Pumpkins' Halloween Sona. <laughs> this seems more themed to the, the, the holiday than Rudy's psyche specifically. Am I, am I crazy? It does. Is that Freddy? Like the pumpkin? Because like it doesn't seem like Freddy's in the audience, but... Yeah, no, is... I mean, it, you're the one who knows like horror movies. Is he from anything? No, I don't think he's going to be anything in anything for about 15 years. Uh, as you as you two are having this conversation, the Freddies in the audience, they, they, they were cheering and they're all kind of just like bored now, just sitting in the audience as you two kind of like bicker around not understanding what this bit is. No, like you guys are confused. Like, this is weird, right? It's not just like, Freddy, I know you're supposed to be like against us, but this is fucking weird, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. It's a weird bit. Even Freddy thinks it's a weird bit. I I didn't really think this one through. Do we have to like fight him or like what's he here for? I I don't he he does hold on. You can just like listen to his catchphrase. Uh and you just hear this like hissing voice coming from the the pumpkin head and it just says any questions? <laughs> I mean, yes, clearly we both have several questions. So is that like his bit? Is that he asks us any questions or is it the pumpkin head? I'm just, I'm trying to understand the whole thing because it just doesn't seem well I'm put so together. I'm so the weeds with the pumpkin man. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't think this is the one where I get, I, I'm going to just, here's the button. Uh, <laughs> I'll meet you on the next floor. It's going to be a spookier one. I promise we'll, we'll, we'll get down there. All right, a, de- a deal is a deal. And uh, Freddy Krueger throws the button that says floor two at you and l- allows you to go back into the elevator. I love this so much. 
I, uh, on my way out, pass by David S. Pumpkins and do what I wanted to do to Charles when this bit began and just kick him in the nuts and then run into the elevator. <laughs> Roll for arm. Roll for okay. arm. <laughs> Roll to kick David Pumpkins in the nuts, Scotty. Uh, oh, thank God, seven. So I do, unfortunately, uh, face a consequence. Is that, is that a seven with the minus one or no? It is with the minus one, luckily. Okay. Uh, so you you try to kick it, uh, David uh, S. Pumpkins, and as you do your leg, uh, right leg or left, left leg? Uh, left leg. Your left leg actually turns in just to another. Would it, would it be like a mandible? Is that would that be the correct no, terminology? No, that's, that's a mouth thing. Okay, that's not a mouth thing. It's just like another lobster leg, right? But it's just one lobster leg. It's not two. So you have one normal human leg <laughs> and one lobster leg. Yeah, but you can't. You can't walk right now. You're gonna be like. No, I, it's like no, a, it's no, like no. a pie, it's keep... like a it's like a hobble it's like, a, like peg, a pirate. Yeah, you've got like a peg leg now, essentially. I'm looking at a picture of a lobster right now, and there is a whole lot more evolution before Hal can achieve full lobster. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be in part two of our Halloween special. Hal becometh Hal- lobster. Lobster man cometh. <laughs> it's honestly a pretty decently sized leg, by the way. So it's not. I was thinking like actually tiny leg, but if it's proportional, I just now have a very thin leg. Hey, Tay Charles, is it proportional? Yeah, I would say like he's still like Thank you. like because his claw is is uh, proportional. I think his leg is too. Fine. And you both get into the elevator. Um, you press in the button to that third third button. This one just says two, interestingly enough. It doesn't say one. And you click it, and you go down to this the second floor. Are these meant to be Rudy's fears? That would mean he's afraid of a lot of cubicles and whatever that thing was in the last room. And spiders, I suppose, but that's that's fairly garden variety. How are you doing? I mean, I'm a lobster. I hurt my leg in in the other room. If that oh, no. if that helps. If we're going off, if you die in the dream, you die for real rules. When I go back into the real world, and then Hal just kind of looks at the lobster claw in horror. It'll be fine. Don't you see? That's remember, that's the opposite of what I've been saying. We're supposed to be thinking positive. We're gonna wake up. Everything's gonna be fine. We're gonna take care of this. If this floor is anything like the last one maybe we've been giving old frederick a little too much credit i think we'll breeze on through bing the door opens and you see the penguin seated in the middle of the room in the fetal position one single spotlight comes down from infinity hitting the penguin suited person as they kind of just in the fetal position just lay there alone logically this might be a, a, a trap rudy rudy why y'all yamchit out buddy nothing all right i i walk up to the fetal penguin position and i grab him on the shoulder rudy it's uh it's ash and how we're here to help you and i try to like pull him over he kind of moves with you but he doesn't see you he doesn't like really realize that you're in this space he doesn't notice you at all and you can just just see just a lot of fear in his face as he just breathes 
Slowly. Rudy, it's a, it's a, come on. I'm like, snap my fingers in front of this. It's a dream. We've got to, you got to catch up. Because this is, this is your dream. And if you could take control of it, we, we could fight this, this thing. Probably, I need to ask, Hal. I'm not sure what the, the rules are on that. But we're here now. We're here to help you. I'm gonna be alone forever. Well, no, that that's you're not alone. See, it's me. Hal, Hal, come over here. It's your friends, Ash Delaney and Hal Bishop. You're not alone. He still doesn't really realize that you're in the space with him. Hal's unmoving. This is the first moment during this whole thing where Hal kind of has a stoic face before walking out and just saying, "Hey, Freddy." Get your ass down here right now, because only one person fucks with this guy's brain, and you're looking at him. The spotlight turns off, and you're in darkness for about 10 seconds. And slowly, light comes back on, and this giant Freddy Krueger stands above you and just looks at you two. That's a big boy. I've seen bigger. So as as Freddy looks at you both, he turns into Rudy, this giant Freddy Krueger, shapeshifts into your friend Rudy, still in penguin suit, <laughs> and says, you know what's interesting is you both are asleep too, and I know both of your biggest fears. Isn't that interesting? Rudy's I'm not a, here I'm not is being of, alone, and I'm that's an easy one. The... I'm going to keep interrupting you. It is my monologue, Ash Delaney. Okay, well, when you do really long pauses, I don't know when you're done talking. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying in the next sentence. Raise a hand when you're done. <laughs> but I know what both of your fears are. Do you want to spend a little bit of time in your fears? I think we should do that. I think that'd be fun. I mean, it seems a little heavy for a one-shot, but I mean, if you want to. Yeah. We've got to <laughs> add some plot into this somehow. Something that connects to the main story. So Rudy lifts up his hands. The giant Rudy lifts up his hands, which just like tower above you. And strings start peering down and attach to both of your arms and then to both of your legs, and then to your head. He says, do you know what is interesting as he kind of like forces your bodies to move in different ways? You know what's interesting for the both of you? You have the same fear. I'm not actually afraid of anything, so I don't see how that's possible. Hal's scared of a lot of stuff. He was afraid of a really big dog we saw last week. Uh, Hal begins to open his mouth to make an in-sync, no-strings-attached joke and says, Hey, look at this! This guy's... Hal? Hal? Hal, what's going on? It's just a dream, remember? It's not real. <laughs> Hal's not in control. Ash, you know what your fear is, too? Not being in control. And uh, the same thing happens to you as your arms just kind of lift up and start pulling back as you're about to punch Hal right in the face. Hal, Hal, I'm not doing this. I'm sorry. Hal, I don't. And I need you to roll arm. 
Good thing I'm bad at it, so you'll probably be okay. You have got to be... Sh well, okay. It is a nine, but minus... Well, that doesn't matter. It's a mixed success. I hit you for a mixed success, of fucking course. <laughs> so the reason why I had you rolling that is to see not how well you succeed at hurting Hal, uh, but to see if you can possibly get away. So you, you hit Hal square in the face. Uh, well, actually, one quick thing. Uh, I'm going to give Hal some agency here, too. Hal, I need you to roll for evade. Okay. Uh, you didn't want me to roll for evade. It's okay. <laughs> it's that bad? It's bad. It's really bad. So Ash just clocks you in the face, and you take one harm. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry it wasn't. You know it wasn't me. No, you're not sorry. Say you're not sorry. I'm not sorry. Oh, I didn't say that. That wasn't. He made me say that. I'm very sorry. I'm not even a little bit sorry. Oh, my God. I am. <laughs> this is wonderful. This is great to see you both struggle with the thing that you are afraid of the most. And it's great that it's kind of the same thing. Hearing that coming from Rudy is just so much. Would this be easier? And he turns just right into Freddy Krueger again, and the claws just uh, just like pop out of his hands, but he's still like puppeting you both. You know what? Actually, it is a little bit better. I'm scared that I'm going to end up dying alone and no one will find me because nobody knows where I live. Oh my, what the hell did that come from? He made, that's not a real thing that I feel. He made me say that. Can't, can't. <laughs> okay, how we're gonna figure this out? It's going to be fine. We're going to die here, you spineless little man. I didn't say that, I promise. This is a nightmare, damn it. Do you wanna make it even more of a nightmare? You both have a lot of secrets that you keep from each other. Wouldn't it be kind of interesting just to lay those on the table? What do you what do you both think? Or you could kill me. You want? You, yeah, you or you could just kill me now. That's fine. That's acceptable. You want to die? Uh, uh. And they start flailing around and trying to like get the string. Like just yeah, come on. Come this on. is another ah, arm roll. Ah, you are you ah. are trying to strength your way out of this. <laughs> that is an eight minus one is a seven. It's a mixed success. So you you do and you fall to the ground. Which, which hurts uh, pretty hard and actually throws out your shoulder and dislocates your shoulder as it does. And I need you to take one harm as you do and you don't have access to your left arm. Well. smarts. And then, uh, so, Freddy, as that happens, the strings start popping out from the hand that was above you as well, trying to, to reach you again. What do you, what do you both do? Can I roll to see if I can speak again? Roll for fast talk, a con roll. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. That's an 11, baby. Yeah, fucking do it. You know, you said something earlier about me that I don't think you realize is true. You called me spineless, which is quite correct because I don't have a spine. I have an exoskeleton. <laughs> 
and I have a claw that can exert 100 pounds of pressure per square inch. And uh, I'm also going to roll for this. I reach up with my claw and try to cut the strings. Oh, Dope. that's so good. So here's, here's also the thing that I would like you to know. As you have become the lobster, you have unlocked the new lobster class to the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you do uh, you do change your stats from being really good at con. You are very good at strength. So for the rest of this mini arc, you do have uh, you switch out. your con and uh, you switch your con and strength here. Okay, uh, that's an eight plus that is a ten. So I do that's it. So good. And you just you just uh, you cut those strings and you fall to the ground. And Freddie is just kind of looking just angry at the two of you um, and takes one big arm and starts like bringing it down to smash the two of you what do you do shit we're out of elevator buttons huh oh and rudy's still there so actually oh god i've got i've got a bum leg and a dislocated shoulder (laughs) how oh boy okay um get your lobster appendage grab rudy let's see if we can try to drag him back towards the elevator no you take him i've got this I only have one arm, and I am very small. Technically, so do I. Hal, you need to help me get this. I am not going to be able to move this George Costanza-shaped man on my own, who's entirely prone. I use my speed, and I, I pull them back out of the <laughs> out of the grasp. I will roll for that. That's an 11, baby. Yeah, and you do it. With your lobster strength... Uh, you throw uh, Ash Delaney and and Rudy uh, Navarro back into the elevator as this hand slowly starts coming down on you. Or not slowly, it's it's coming down on you. And what do y'all do? Hey, Freddy. Yeah, bitch. Oh, there it is. Very good catchphrase. You know the fun thing that I realized while you were up there playing Puppet Master? Hmm. What? You think you're in control here, but this isn't your mind. This is Rudy's mind. And if there is one person in this world who knows how to fuck up this mind, it's Hal Bishop. Hal, Hal, we want to be careful about that. You're aware your jaw has weight. You are now breathing manually. (laughs) And as you say the first one, uh, that his jaw has weight, his jaw slowly starts dropping to the floor. Are you all right, bud? Oh, wait. Actually, I do need some help, Freddy. Can you come up with a brand new color for me? Rudy's still working on that one. I can't, I, I can't do it. How does, how does one do that? Oh, it, it's very simple, actually. If you go to Sakon University, they'll teach you all about it. Sakon what? Suck on these nuts! And then I rush him. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and roll, roll, uh, are you rolling for attack? Uh, yeah, my plan, grab strings, rush up, and then drop kick straight into the face. Alright, do it. Please, for the love of God. Oh, fuck, yes, 12! (laughs) And you do it. You knock Freddy Krueger to the ground, and he deflates like a balloon, just like flat on the ground, and starts to just like slowly dissolve as he says one last thing. And he says, Bitch. <laughs> and just disappears into the ether. 
Rudy snaps out of his aloneness and he sees the two of you. Rudy! Hey! Ash, how? Holy shit. Hi. Hi! We're in your dream! Hal's a lobster now, and I think he killed Freddy Krueger. That's that's great. I love when I have dreams with the two of you. Can I tell you both something real quick? Is 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 that something that happens often? Is this yeah, is this a reoccurring thing? It's not a sexual thing. Okay. <laughs> I never said it it was! You can't control your dreams, but I just want to just tell you in my dreamscape here, I love you both. I just want to say the two of you are some of my closest friends. And I know we don't say that, you know, in person, and I will struggle saying that to you when I see you outside of these dreams. But here, dream Hal, dream Ash, I love you both. Gosh, Rudy, I, you know, we, we love you too. Don't we, Hal? Rudy, I am very mean to you on the regular, and I need you to understand that the way I was raised, being mean is my love language. But as of right now, I tolerate you. And then I hug him. Oh. Oh. Aww. It's a wonderful moment. And then after some time, the, the, the three of you uh, wake up from this dream back in the real world. And the Halloween party is still going. It's just been a few moments since that. It's inception time. We, had, we, were, we were living in inception time through this. So not much time has passed. And um, everybody is gathering in the main dining area on the floor that you're on, ready to do this, this costume party. Hey, Rudy, you're like assistant to the entire DOT, right? So whose team are you going to be on? It's just me on this team unfortunately nobody wanted to do any costumes with me you know what two's a crap three fuck get come on rudy join team weird and you guys do not win the costume contest. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are a penguin a lobster and a columbo <laughs> <laughs> and that's it welcome that's not to usually how you end something welcome to the end of the the episode. The, the end. Ooh. The end. Ooh, spooky scary time. Until next year, bitch. <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> <laughs>